During hard times, it can get really difficult if you feel like you don't have anyone to talk to. Being alone with your thoughts can be an isolating feeling that can allow negativity to really consume you. For so much of my life, I felt like my mental health was a burden. But when I started going to therapy, everything changed. And that's why the Sunrise Room is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000-plus therapists network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. Join the 3 million-plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Go to betterhelp.com slash sunrise room for 10% off your first month of therapy. That's betterhelp.com slash sunrise room for 10% off your first month of therapy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Sunrise Room. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. For starters, I'm recording it a few hours after it was supposed to be released, and I'm going to explain why, because it's honestly in perfect alignment with today's episode and what I'm going to be talking about. So today's episode, as you can tell, is called When Shit Hits the Fan, and this has been really fun fucking prevalent for my life right now and I just I want to talk about it I want to talk about what it's looking like the areas of my life it's impacting and how I've been very unsuccessful at handling it and what I did to relieve that stress and honestly like I feel with this podcast especially I have been really talking about the good things and making the best of things and this episode is just going to be so real. I, I do a really good job of trying to make things really great, but it's really important to be open and honest when shit hits the fan and when things are not going well. And it seems like every single thing you do, you're met with a wall or issues or there's conflict. And it's just, it was so funny. I was getting my hair done and my lovely woman, Jen, was like, Mercury is in Gatorade right now. And I was like, girl, you're so right. Mercury is in Gatorade. But if you don't believe in that, just know that shit's going sideways right now. And it just makes sense. It makes sense of what's going on in everyone's lives, whatever. We don't need to get into that. But honestly, for me right now, I just know that I'm shedding a layer of myself that I really want to hold on to. And I'm not really proud of her, but I can't seem to let her go. And so most of the fights I'm having with people and the conflict I'm having, it's never really me and them. It's me and former me, the person that I can't let go of. And school's getting like hard. You know, I have a lot more classes than I anticipated and I am getting distracted really easily. Ever since COVID, I've just had a really, really hard time paying attention in class and Anyone who sits next to me, my friends especially, can just watch my brain go in completely different directions or there's a script I want to work on or there's something that I want to apply for or emails that I need to respond to. And then I do my work on my own, but just sitting in class just gives me anxiety after COVID and especially after the assault too. I have a really hard time kind of just sitting still and not fidgeting or doing things. And I just, I don't really know how to fix that. And so this has been causing a lot of stress for me because it's the accumulation of work after school and class has just been a burden. And I, for my entire life, I was a good student. 
it was my favorite thing in the world. I never got a B in my life. And that doesn't really gauge how much of a student, how well of a student I was, but it was something I really enjoyed and it was something that came really naturally for me. And that's why I'm a tutor is because I found things that really worked for me. But just after COVID, I'm having a really, really hard time with school and not necessarily the materials and such, but I haven't taken a science class in you know four years. So it was just a rude awakening when I took geology and now I'm in biology again. And some like studying for that is very different than studying for English or doing writing or reading. And I'm and it's just been hard. And I do go to office hours. I have a tutoring job. I do disability service note taking, which is honestly really helpful for me because I'm listening and doing that. And so when I don't remember anything that I learned, I have to go back and look at my notes that I submitted for that role that I'm in. And it's just really hard. And I've just been having a hard time staying motivated and wanting to go to class. And once I don't go to class once, then I don't want to go ever again. And I just think that it's really, really unfortunate for me. And I'm trying to hold on to that girl that just loved going to class and and had perfect attendance all throughout high school and loved her teachers and valued her education. And I'm now becoming someone who just can't focus and can't sit still and isn't really doing well. Um, This has been coming up a lot recently that I just, I really bombed my first semester of college because of the assault. I didn't go to class. I'd have PTSD. I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't eating. And so not being able to have a substantial first year GPA has been a bitch in a lot of things and internships in applying for other things in credibility for my work ethic. And it's really exhausting having to explain what happened to me because of my grades. And people don't take you seriously when you have that low of a GPA. It's literally half of what my GPA was when I applied for college. And this has just been, it's embarrassing for me. And it's, having to explain myself when I know the truth is really hard because honestly, I don't really care what other people think. It's just, it's a logistic barrier at this point. And so I've just been trying to go to Hamitman, which is the um, career center on campus. And I just am trying to figure it out because I really want to salvage the opportunities I have. And there's like some conflict with study abroad. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. And it's just been, that's been something I'm really stressed about. And um, I'm having some conflicts with scheduling with therapy. I haven't been to therapy in a month and I can't get an appointment anywhere. My therapist uh, resigned from her company that I work with and I have not been able to get a new therapist or get scheduling down. And that's been really, really hard for me. I um, have a really rough relationship with therapists because I normally have one for about six months and then they're gone. Uh, personal work, whatever it is, whatever the reason may be, I it's kind of like I date people. Like Therapists are really short-term relationships for me. So building a strong relationship hasn't been something I've experienced yet. And so I've been really unmotivated with going back to therapy and my stress is just accumulating and it's become something that I dump on my friends. And I don't really see myself as someone that dumps on other people and I've been noticing it spilling over when I'm when I'm with really specific people that make me feel really comfortable I tend to just cry and I don't like that I don't like dumping my problems on other people I it's something that I need to work on is being able to rely on others and this has been something that also adds stress is because I feel like I should be able to take care of myself on my own 
I feel like I shouldn't have to rely on other people. I feel like, you know, I run this podcast. It should be, I should know everything. I should have my shit together. I should be the person that everyone expects me to be. And I am just not. There's someone in my life who I've become really close with recently. And they were just like, you are not at all as put together as you present yourself to be. And I was like, nope, I am a mess. And I try really hard to take care of myself. And therapy is normally my biggest asset. Journaling is my biggest asset. Having really good people in my life is an asset. And just recently, I feel unstable with all of those things. It's it's a growth moment. I know that I'm going through huge changes and evolving and moving past really toxic stages of my life. And I need to it's kind of like when you love yourself and you have practices and you outgrow those things. And so I have to reestablish those practices and what works for me and who works for me and sleeping more and eating better and taking care of myself. And I'm just, I'm at, I'm back to square one. And it's really hard when those things that used to make you feel good don't anymore. And I always find things that do, but the process of re-looking for things that are, you know, going to stop a PTSD attack or anxiety or people that make me feel calm. It's just, it's hard. And class is something that I really want to enjoy like I did as a kid in high school. I don't like that I don't want to go to class. And when I do, I'm so glad I'm there. But sometimes I have a hard time focusing. And so I need to hold myself accountable by going to office hours or writing up questions. And I just I'm so acutely aware of who I want to be and how that person would behave. And I'm having a really hard time right now because I feel like I'm letting myself down. I have become very self-aware and really successful and not really caring what other people think about me in the sense of how put together I am. You know, it's like it doesn't really impact other people unless it's when I'm dumping and stuff. So I'm really more concerned with how I view myself and those things. But I'm like the toughest critic in the world. So I feel like I'm letting myself down constantly. And it's been impacting my closest relationships. I haven't been making good decisions. I have been distant. I have been unhappy. And it's just... I really wish I had asked for help earlier. You know, it's when you're in a position where people kind of assume you to know everything and be the person who solves problems and be this person for everyone, you don't have anyone to turn to. I suffered from something kind of not really, it wasn't really a big deal. It was just really unfortunate this past weekend. Something happened at a bar and I was on my phone and I texted people and the next morning, I was just like, I don't know who to talk to. Like, I wanted to talk to people, but I just felt like stuck for some reason. And it was just a really hard feeling because I, you know, my two best friends that I've known for forever are at home and they have different schedules than me. And another one of my really close friends that I turned to for stuff like this transferred and other people are busy and have lives or maybe I'm like on the outs with someone right now who I normally talk to or like the really shitty thing that I did impacts the person that I really want to talk to. So I can't talk to them about it. And it's just everything is really complicated right now. And I need to take a deep breath and just kind of sort through each thing one by one and deal with it and be graceful. But I, right now, I'm just letting myself complain. I'm letting myself feel the misery. I'm letting myself cry. I'm letting myself grieve. I'm letting myself want to go home and crawl into bed. And I'm just letting, I'm letting me feel that way. Why, why not let myself feel that way? You know, it's just going to accumulate and pour over even more. 
And I feel like in acknowledging those feelings, I can work through the aftermath, honestly. Nothing I've ever come across has ever stopped me, you know? Like, you go through so much shit and you're just like, how did this not end me? You know what I mean? Like, how am I still here? How am I still going through these things and growing and changing and evolving? And I think that I'm on the way to becoming the person that I've always wanted to be, but I need to let go of the person that is no longer serving me. And then she is just toxic and unhappy and can't ask for help, which some people have been very acutely aware of recently. And she is someone that I'm really comfortable with. It's like letting go of a friend. Honestly, you're breaking up with someone. You're just like, it's comfortable. It's familiar. It works, but it doesn't. And the toxicity is intoxicating and it's exciting. And you need to let that go. And grieving that person is really hard. And I just am having a really hard time right now with everything and it's I've been going out in LA a little bit more and I've been meeting a lot of really cool people and just seeing how I am in the world and I just watched the movie Blonde with Ana de Armas and there's the whole overarching theme of that movie is that people only see her for external appearance and the, until I speak, obviously, that's all people judge me off of. And that was a really weird interaction this weekend that I had and kind of just realization that once you step off of your college campus and in the real world, people don't really give a shit what you have to say unless you're in a good setting or, you know, they really just look at who what you look like. And I try to just really focus on my internal well-being and the external is nothing. I can't control it. I was born how I look. I can't control it. I can't. That to me is not who defines me and what defines me, but that's what people see and what people judge me based off of. And it was just really weird going out and having people just talk to me and think that I would be stupid or assume. I remember this one girl and I were talking and she was just like, I really thought you were going to be super rude, but you're so cool. And I was just like, why? Like, why? I just, you know, I don't make those first assumptions. And so that was kind of like an identity crisis moment where I was just like, I have to explain myself to these people too. Cause I don't just come off as someone, I don't come off as me. I don't know how to present myself in a way that the real and authentic me is presented because of external appearances. And that blonde really, really opened my eyes for that because I watched the movie and then I went out into LA like true nightlife two different clubs and it was just weird it was an experience I've never had before and this need to explain myself is getting really exhausting because one people don't want to listen and two people just don't believe me and my closest friends know are starting to really see who I am I've kind of honestly having a rough start last year I didn't really open up to anyone as deeply as I wanted to and I just was naturally closed off and afraid and untrusting of everyone and so I'm kind of it's kind of like the ice is breaking and melting a little bit and I'm starting to really open up and stuff so they're really starting to see who I am and how I work and my bad behaviors that I'm trying to work through and what kind of friend I am and what kind of just person I am but the explaining yourself is really exhausting to me it's all fun and games, of course, like going out and meeting people and seeing where everyone's from and potentially meeting people that go to different schools that invite you to parties and 
people that are also film majors and in the film industry and you're just like oh my gosh this is crazy what do you do and i you know talk uh, i was talking to someone the other day and we were just like talking about scripts and what we've been working on and it was just so cool that i met this person who i bonded with immediately and those interactions are the reasons that i went out the second night is because i got to meet people that i could actually talk to and that were like you're actually so cool and i'm like you're cool too like this is nice and there's obviously always going to be the good parts too but shit is hitting the fan right now everything like my room just feels chaotic and tight and clustered and everything i you know i'm buying i just feel like i'm living in excess and food is being weird with my system right now and i'm just like i just want to breathe and i want to go to the beach and i want to lay on the sand and not do anything or i just want to like go do something that lets me just breathe like paddle boarding or I've been doing a lot of walking recently. I've been listening to a podcast every morning and walking for about 40 minutes. And that's been like church for me. That's been really helpful this week. I kind of did an experiment where I normally lift every day or do yoga and that hasn't really been helping me mentally. And so today, like this week, I was just like, what if I walked every day for 40 minutes, 20 to 40 minutes, and just see how my mood changed? And it honestly really helped with everything that was going on with conflict at school and people and drama and all this bullshit. That was just, that's what kept me sane, honestly. And I think in acknowledging that shit wasn't going the way that I'd hoped it was helped with shit not going the way I wanted it to. And it's okay when stuff isn't going your way. You don't always need to be right. You don't always need to be doing what you need to be doing. It's okay to mess up. You're supposed to mess up and you're supposed to learn. If you fuck up and you don't feel remorse, that's bad. That's when you know it's a problem. And when you do fuck up and do know it's bad, then you're on the right path. And that's how I felt this weekend too. I was just like, I am not heading where I want to because I'm holding on to something that's holding me back. And I think in realizing that, I've already started to kind of move forward. I feel like I needed to really get through this week. It was hell. Every single day was hell. I just, I cried every day. I was miserable. I was unhappy. And that's fine. That's humanity. You are allowed to be upset. Like, I'm really trying to be honest and gentle with myself. And I don't need to be perfect and put together all the time. Like, I'm allowed to cry and be a mess and just fall apart. Like, that's fine. You know what I mean? I always feel like people will judge me for crying or being a mess because she's so emotional. I don't give a flying fuck. I'm going to cry. It's going to happen. I'm going to go through shit and I'm going to deal with it how I need to deal with it. My roommate, my lovely roommate was just like cried out always, always just cried out. That's fine. Cry. Go ahead. Do what you need to do. Like why repress it? If you repress it, it's going to be so much worse. And my week was so much worse because I repressed it. And then it just came all crashing down. And and then I had a really nice time with my friends and people that I haven't really hung out with this year yet and people that I'm getting closer with and people that I am really, really starting to like and connect with. And in the midst of all of the chaos and all the bullshit, I'm still able to just be myself and start from square one. And that's okay. I um, I got published this week. Um my wonderful friend, Sean, published a book of photography and poetry. It's brilliant. It's called Unorthodox. You can get it on Amazon. I'm going to put his Instagram on this post when I blast the new episode. So honestly, in the midst of everything, this was the one thing this week that just reminded me that I'm okay and that like what I want to do in 
this lifetime and what I want to achieve is still going to be possible. And I wrote some poetry for something that I'm working on personally. And he and I met this summer and he was writing this book and I talked about talked to him about writing this book and he put some of my stuff in there and then I just got copies of it the other day and I just have been reading through it and reading everything and looking at all the pictures and it's honestly the whole message of the book was the slow down you're doing fine that social media presents life to be perfect and that people expect your life to be perfect and you don't really get to broadcast the ugly. You don't get to broadcast things that are real. And I really needed that this week. That book really got, I read it every day. I read it cover to cover. Once I got it in my hands, I read it every day. And it's Billy Joel, Vienna. Slow down, you're doing fine. Um, if you haven't heard that song, listen to it. And that's also kind of crazy too, because that's like the song that always reminds me of my best friend from home. So it was very coincidental that that was on the cover. And I've always wanted to be published. I've written things my entire life and having this physical representation that amidst all the bullshit, I can still achieve what I want and be the person that I want if I push and am gentle with myself and let myself grieve and say goodbye to the person that's not going to get me there. And I just, I'm really, really happy that I had a really shitty week. I'm happy I had a shitty week. I needed it. I needed to be unhappy and miserable to move forward. And that's fine. And the book is amazing. Um, he's amazing. You guys should please go check it out. Go look at the book. It's beautiful. It's stunning. And honestly, I'm saying what Sean's saying. Slow down. You're doing fine. It's okay when shit hits the fan. That's real. That's authentic. It is natural. I am just going to veer into the skid and embrace the fact that this week was atrocious. It was atrocious. I was hurt by a different thing every day, a different person every day. I was emotional. I missed home. I wanted to go home. I have been looking at different schools for film programs. I was reminded that I didn't get into my dream school this week and that my grades are prohibiting me from doing that. And so I'm just trying to make where I am home and I couldn't make it home. And I just, it sucked this week. But I had that book, that one thing, that one accomplishment that I wrote those pieces for him during the worst period of my life last year, the worst. And here they are a year later being the thing that is propelling me forward. And so I'm really grateful that he published my stuff. I didn't even ask. It just, he just did it. It fit perfectly with his book. And it's amazing. It's truly, it honestly saved me this week. It was what I needed. And if you can find one thing in the midst of a seven day shit show, that's gonna propel you forward and remind you that you're in the right direction. It's just shit's hard right now and that's fine. Use it and take care of it and take care of yourself too. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening into this week's episode. I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day. Take care of yourselves. I'm really sorry that this came out late, but that's the way, the that's the way it goes, you know? So review it, rate it, subscribe, do your thing, and I will see you guys next week, Sunday at 11. For those of you who are just as interested as I am in astrology and tarot readings, I am very proud to announce today's 
sponsor of this episode is Keen, an online tarot and astrology service. Keen connects you with talented tarot readers and astrologers, and all you have to do is create an account and you'll be able to choose from the hundreds of readers who are online right now. These readers each have unique specialties designed to provide a deeper understanding of your situation, and you can choose whichever reader suits you best, and you'll be able to connect via phone or text. As a new customer on Keen, you can try your first 10 minutes for only $1.99, which is up to $99 in savings. So go to trykeen.com slash the sunrise room or click the link in my description to save big on your first reading. 